The clock has started. Pixel Live. This is episode 247, recording June 12th, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we have a slew, a bevy, a veritable cornucopia of showcases, announcements, reveals, more? To do this, I have with me as always, Shannon Cuddle Buddy Moore. Mmm, I like that. Where are we going with this? I don't know, man. Just wherever the, wherever the vibe takes you, baby. I'm full of squish and ready to cuddle. <laughs> yes, yes. Shannon and I are both uh, both in the squish mode these days. You know, <laughs> coming out of hibernation from a long winter. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just uh, just in time to go back into hibernation when summer starts. <laughs> yeah, hey, it, it works. Uh, speaking of uh, calories, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Also with joining us is Justin out for ice cream Carter. It's your boy. Yeah, you know. When... Does your milkshake bring all the boys to the yard? Damn right. The it's better to the than yard. yours. Yeah. You know, <laughs> went out, got some. You know, it's been hot in Arizona. Went in. Uh, there's a nice little ice cream place. There's two locations here. It's called Novel, and they have uh, usually I think like once a month or every like four weeks they have some custom flavors, and it's one of those where once it runs out, it's gone. And uh, they had. I don't remember what the two flavors were. It was like, like brambleberry something or another. But we went got got some ice cream. Ice cream upsets my stomach, so I got sherbet. I usually get a little float with uh, some soda and stuff in it instead. But it was very nice on a nice, uh, you know, ninety six degree afternoon in Arizona. Really, uh, wet the palate. Nice. Also, three hour yeah. trip. You know, to get some ice cream. Okay, like, first of all, (laughs) I also got dinner. Like, we got dinner Mm -hmm. first, ate dinner, and then went to the ice cream place, got ice cream, and then went home. And the ice cream place is not close to where I live. Like, that shit's, like, 30 minutes away. So, just going to the ice cream place and back is an hour in itself. (laughs) I'm just saying the text of like, hey, do you want to play Diablo at 7.30? Yeah, I'm just going to grab some ice cream. This is at 5, by the way. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just going to grab some ice cream Oh, no, no, quick. no. <laughs> you, you are not going to fucking do this to me. No. And then, <laughs> no, no. And then about 9 o'clock at night, oh, guess who's back? <laughs> no. So, you want to play some Diablo right now? <laughs> that, here's Zach said. I could. I said, Zach. Anyone down? Oh, to, oh Justin's got the yeah, receipts. Yeah, yeah, Zach said, anyone down to play tonight? And I asked what time. He said he could play after 7.30. Shannon said he couldn't play tonight. And I said, okay, sounds good. We're getting ice cream around 6-ish, so I will let you know when I get home. I never agreed to a time. I just said, when I get home, to which I did. When I got home at 9-whatever, I told you... <laughs> You said you were getting ice cream at six ish, and then you did not get home until nine thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that in in no, if you would have said we're gonna grab dinner and ice cream and stuff, and I'll let you know, 
that puts a very different time expectation in my head than I'm grabbing ice cream around six. I'll let you know. So to be fair, I did not know we were getting dinner. It, that just happened because we hadn't eaten all day. But I, I was perfectly fine just eating ice cream for dinner. But apparently we wanted real food. I mean, understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Dude, you know, speaking like, yeah. of real food, too, uh, I got this Sprite Limeade Legacy. Uh, haven't ah. tried it. Celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. While we try it, I want to know, what's your guys' over the 50 years of hip-hop? Who's your favorite <laughs> hip-hop artist? Oh, oh. Man, this is like Sophie's Choice. Um, I know. It, it's not mm-hmm. an easy choice. I mean... My- the first instinct of mine was DMX. Mm-hmm. First, the first right off the rip, top of the head was DMX. But then, like, I sit and I think about it for a minute, and I'm like, mm, there's like Dre, the whole NWA, like Dre Cube thing, Snoop. It, it's probably DMX and Notorious B.I.G. though. If yeah. I just had to. Biggie is a uh, is is yeah. a weaver of the tapestry, if you will. I mean, like you go all, back and listen to those albums; they're yeah. brilliant. All time storyteller for him. Mm-hmm. All time. Like I don't know if anyone had ever did it better. Yeah, for me, just, I, I'm gonna have to pick Eminem just because you know he's a master I'm, lyricist, and you know I think you know he still makes some bangers today, so. Mm-hmm. In between, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, speech, yeah, it's yeah. not the listen to the CD front to back that it used to be, but oh, I don't even put that as a negative. Like, it, it's just one of those like, how how much do you have in you, you know? And mm-hmm. like, we, a lot of these guys were in their early twenties, like across all genres. They're in your early twenties when all this stuff happens, and then you make some money and you have some life changes and you have some experiences and all of a sudden just, the same motivations aren't there anymore. And, you know, and, and I think it just changes. You. you make, you make millions and all of a sudden that stuff you went through in your life doesn't seem so bad anymore. Cause you don't got to worry about where your money's coming from and you can just live that comfy life. It's, it's hard to stay in rap, <laughs> you know? Oh, dude, I mean, Metallica went from Master of Puppets to fucking Reload. Like, it's it happens in all genres. <laughs> you know? Like, come on. Uh, I, oh, I also man. want to say that it is strawberry limeade flavored, and it is actually oh. pretty good. It is. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a drink it's... worth celebrating 50 years of hip-hop? You know, I think <laughs> it doesn't do a disservice to hip-hop. I don't think it tarnishes okay. the hip-hop name in any way, shape, or form. So It's it's not an insulting drink yeah, for, it, it's, for such mm-hmm. an occasion. It's like the Doja Cat of Sprite. Uh, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I, I mean, I know the name. I just uh, I don't think I've no, heard like, a Doja to be honest. I, I also think that might not be the best metaphor to pull off. Like the, the Nicki Minaj issues. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, those just had some appropriation issues pop up. So we're mm. on the way. Um, but yes, uh, man, I just want to listen to DMX. Zach got um, in front of that so quick. He's like, I do not condone uh, Doja Cat or any of her antics. Well, also, I don't think she's very good. So also fair there's that there's that and he sounds like you like that more than i like doja cat there's only one song like it's that best friend song or whatever which i think is probably her number one song and i couldn't tell you another Mm -hmm. song that i've ever heard from her 
Much like Shannon, I, I'm familiar with the name and the scandals, but I don't know the music all that much. Um, but uh, shall we move on? Because, goddamn, it was a hell of a week since we've talked, guys. We got news, finally. Yeah. After weeks yeah. of not having video game news, we got an entire month's worth of video game news in the span of a few days. The the <laughs> Summer Game Fest 3, or... Keely three key three can we call it the key three i like what do you it. think man? hashtag man? key three yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> but yeah it, it it started in earnest uh last week and and rolled it's still happening capcom went today right was capcom mm-hmm. and ubisoft today so yeah it's still capcom was yeah things are moving and shaking and uh where do you where do you want to start justin you know, I feel like let's just kind of go down the list as it is okay. in the outline because I think that's going to be easiest instead of trying to hop around everywhere. So let's start with the Xbox sure. showcase. Okay, so that was the big one, the big one that happened on uh, Sunday. And, you know, everyone going into this, ourselves included, was like, this is going to be kind of a make or break showcase for Microsoft. Like, they need, they need things. They need dates they need games they need to we need to know what these first parties have been doing like you've been buying studios since 2016 and we've seen jack shit like what is going on like we need games and i think i think microsoft heard that because they dropped easily their best you know, E3 presser type thing, showcase, whatever you want to call it, since the 360 era. And I don't think it's close. And I don't think it's close. Um, I mean, they started the show off with Fable, which, I mean, it was a really fun trailer. Looked really good. And and they stuck to their thing of, like, everything's everything we're showing is in engine stuff uh, and all that. And, and if that's the case, Fable looks great. You know, and then... Uh, and that's playground games. And then the next up was compulsion games. And it's like, oh yeah, they bought compulsion. What the hell have they been working on? Uh, Compulsion's the company that made we happy few, by the way. Uh, they brought out this South of Midnight game, which was a giant skeleton playing a blues guitar, which was rad. And then like this girl comes up and is like, hey, I'm looking for this monster. And and you realize that, and that's when you realize the giants enormous and it's not mice running up his legs it's opossums which is kind of awesome um but then uh the huge monster jumps up from behind her and she you know pulls some magic weapon out and cuts him. but it's like that game looked rad and then and then they dropped the ubisoft bombshell of like star wars outlaws which also looks rad it's like a full-on star wars 3d action go where you want do what you want. It almost looked like, I mean, I'll be honest, it looked a little Far Cry-ish, like a little Star Wars, or I mean, not Far Cry, a little Assassin's Creed-ish, like, you know, you're going around, doing missions, getting experience, jumping from system to system, doing some star battling along the way, and all that stuff. It, it looked it looked pretty rad. I don't know. Um, but you didn't then, see any gameplay, you didn't, get, you didn't see any gameplay footage of it, right? It was just the trailer. Correct. Uh, there was a cinematic for that one, but Ubisoft was holding that back for today's show. 
they showed gameplay in today's show, so you were correct, but I'm kind of just conflating it in my head. Um, but the, uh, and, and yeah, that game, that's what that game looked like. It was, when you were playing it, you're, you're running around and using your blaster and your little dude and sneaking through places and all that stuff like uh, Assassin's Creed style. It, but it, it looks fun as hell. It looks, it looks dope. Uh, next was Thunder Lotus, uh, who, you know, they, they made Spirit Fair, mm-hmm. which is a game I really liked. And I want to get Justin's thoughts on this. So their game they announced was 33 Immortals. And it's a top-down action game, kind of like, almost like a Diablo style, but it's not an offset over the top. It's kind of like right behind you over the top camera. And it's 33 multi, 33 players, co-op, like, roguelike, essentially. And it looks nuts. And I don't know why they picked the number 33. as the, Like, that's the most random number of players. Like, nope, 30 was too little. 40, way too fucking much. 33. That's that's where we're going. Um, yeah, so I don't really know what happened there. But, uh, yeah, I felt like... Did, Justin, did you have thoughts about 33 Immortals? You know, it looks cool, and I really dig the art style. And I'm kind of wondering, like, I'm not really sure, I guess, in practice and stuff, how it's going to play, but, you know, Tetris mm-hmm. 99 kind of proves the, the theory that you can take something that's single-player and expand make it multiplayer and it's actually really fun and works so taking like a solo like roguelite kind of experience and adding this kind of chaotic multiplayer element to it in practice sounds really fun uh the name kind of reminds me of the uh, keanu reeves movie where he's a samurai it's like the <laughs> like it's god like, i forgot all about that movie. like what the hell was that? 31 oh. ronin or something like that yeah yeah Oh Jesus! <laughs> memory unlocked in my head right Core now. Core memory. Um, <laughs> a little like uh, achievement unlocked noise is going off in my <laughs> dome. Um, then like a game. I mean, stop me if either one of you care. But Payday Three coming out nope. in September looks like Payday. I don't know. I never really played those games. Um, and then uh, Shannon, were you a Persona guy? No. I try to get into those games, but I hate games that have a uh, time limit on like on like certain aspects of it. Like you have mm-hmm. to finish within a certain number of hours, and like each activity takes an, like an hour or two hours. I hate those games, like because mm-hmm. it doesn't. I don't feel like it to explore, and that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was never a big Persona guy. Um, I did like Persona Three way back when on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I know I don't have the time to play the Persona 3 Reload that they announced, but it coming to Game Pass has me probably going to fire it up just to look at it. Um, Persona 3 is great. It's, for my money, and granted I never played 5, it was the best Persona game. Like, I know know 4 has a big following. I loved 3. Like, 3 was my shit, 100%. Um... So yeah, that was exciting for me. And then Obsidian finally showed up with Avowed, which seems to be a, uh, like a Skyrim light type thing. Like, Justin, did that, did that get your cockles up at all? I think it's one of those things where it, lo- like, it looks interesting. 
Um, it looks very magic oriented, and it's one of those things where I feel like a lot. It's almost like Dark Souls, where I feel like same thing with Skyrim. A lot of people have tried mm-hmm. to capture like that exact feeling and stuff that those games have created, and always they always mm-hmm. tend to come up short, or it just feels like okay, I see what they were going for, but it's not quite there. Uh, so it's one of those where. I kind of stuck a pin in it. Like, I'm definitely interested in it, uh, but I don't know if it's going to kind of hit those marks that, you know, they're trying to hit with it. Yeah. The, the thing with Obsidian, though, is they're always big on the story. Mm-hmm. And so I think if they can hit on the story part of Avowed, then that's probably a, a good game. Yeah, a win like, can, we, can we talk about the vast difference, though, in, like, the graphical look of that game compared to, like, Fable or the Ubisoft you know what? Star Wars game? You're, you are 100% right. Because that game, there were moments where it reminded me a lot of... You remember when, like, the PS4 came out and there was that time where you just got all these PS3 games up Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this looked like. Was It was like an <laughs> Xbox One game that they just, like put new textures on and send it out there dude there were some sequences where like the narrator guy was talking to you and his mouth wasn't even moving like he like oh yeah i saw that at first i thought it was because i was watching it live i thought that was just like the internet like shitting out for a second (laughs) oh yeah i was just like wow i was like this is a far cry from like the games you started out with i mean even fable like while graphically Mm. it looked good like the models just looked ugly i mean like i like the 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 guy who played the giant is awesome Mm -hmm. but like the main character character like she looked like she should have been like one of like like a stepsister from like you know one of like those old disney shows but the, um the models though in that one they looked like fable characters that's mm-hmm. that's the only thing i'll say about that is like i think that was intentional mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. way they looked do yourself a favor watch out a vowed one again look at the <laughs> floors like those are some smooth rock floors dude you know like there ain't, there ain't one yeah. blade of grass in some of those shots. It's just a carpet of green, you know. It's, I know. It, oh, I was man. like, what did, what did Obsidian, like, like what did Obsidian do? Like, usually they're pretty good with their graphics. So I was like, really kind of floored to see yeah. this kind of. I mean, yeah, it looked, it just looked bad. Like it was. I mean, they they're rushing a, to get that game out. They got a year. Maybe they can get some graphical passes between now and then. Who knows? But I had, I had similar thoughts, and and I know. It sounds it sounds like you're making caveats when you say like yeah, but a city in games you're there for the story. It's true, but you still got to hit a higher mark than that. Mm-hmm. You know that's yeah. There's got to be a little a little better. Um, <laughs> okay. What what's up? Nothing. I oh, just I, burp. It I, oh, okay. I burped. <laughs> that's that's his thoughts on about ladies. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hey, I, mm, guys, can we can we have a consultation real quick? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play a lot of Diablo between now and July, right? Or now in <laughs> August. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to try Sea of Thieves when this Secret of Monkey Island stuff hits on July 20th. Can, can I get anyone to try it with me? Because it looks rad. No, because I'm going to be playing Final Fantasy. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, but, but that Monkey Island stuff that they announced for Sea of Thieves looks awesome. Like it just looks fun as hell. And you know what? 
Rare is a company that can pull off the the Lucasfilm humor or the mm-hmm. the the Monkey Island humor, and I think that's just a super smart collaboration. And the 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 Jack Sparrow one was a big hit, so it makes sense that they would try it again with another property. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm anxious to see more if it's if I can do it just as a single player thing. Like, can I just like make an account and play that? Because that's kind of what I want to do. I don't really want to actually play Sea of Thieves. <laughs> you know, like, I just want to play the Monkey Island stuff. But, um, Justin, did that, did that do anything for you? I mean, if I still have Game Pass around that time, I'd, I'd sail the mm-hmm. Seven Seas with you. Uh, I, I was never, that's... you know, I've never played Sea of Thieves, but I know a lot of people who have checked it out and, you know, over the years and stuff with the various updates they've done and stuff have said it's fun. And especially if you have like a constant group of friends and stuff to do like Mm -hmm. a lot of the big ship stuff with, that can be really cool. I just know I'm never going to put that much time into it. Yeah, same. But but it's also one of those things where I really want to play that Monkey Island. I love Monkey Island. I love all of them. They're great games. It's my type of stuff. Um, Flight Simulator is getting a new version. Flight Simulator 2024 with like jobs now in it. But <laughs> I mean, sure, great. Oh, also, there's a Dune vehicle coming in. That's sure, awesome. Actually, now that I think about it, Shannon, as long as I've known you, mm-hmm. you're the kind of guy that would have totally built like the home cockpit thing with the yoke <laughs> and like the heads up display and all that shit. And I'm kind of surprised you never, it never grabbed you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I would be much, I mean, I think I was turned off at a very early age from those flight simulator games. Cause like once you got up in the air, there wasn't really much to do. Right. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it was like turn around and land or like, you know, enjoy flying over america uh and like you know that was just kind of a bummer um i was if i was gonna set up anything it would be like the drifting like setup like you know like doing like a four like a like a forza setup or something like that three screen gta gt setup yeah yeah that'd be my thing but yeah Um, I, i mean i've been tempted i've been tempted to do it before and then there's uh after that there was the uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth Austin Powers ass trailer, which was hilarious. Like, uh, Ichiban washes up on the Hawaiian beach and naked, and things keep getting set in front of his junk the whole time. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I enjoy the fact that they're just kind of leaning into that, like, comedy aspect of that game. Yeah, for sure. I. It's one of those threats I make every seems like every year. I'm gonna I'm gonna get in on the the Yakuza games, and then I just never do. They look fun as hell. I'm jealous of people that love them because it's like I want in on that. That looks awesome. But and Diablo Four comes out, and it's like, well, I, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fallout seventy six still getting updates. We might as well lump them in with Elder Scrolls Online and Overwatch, like. <laughs> Games a ton of people play that I just never will, and I'm happy you're still getting stuff, guys. Go, guys. Mm-hmm. Go, team. You know. Um, Forza got a, a date put to it, which is October 10th of this year. So, hey, Microsoft's got two games coming out this year. Yes. Boop, boop. Hey. 
I, I for a minute thought Forza wasn't going to make it. <laughs> I'll be honest. They were real <laughs> quiet about it. Uh, so then Capcom announced Path of the Goddess, which is a brand new IP. I, I thought it looked stunning. I thought it looked really cool. I was also super bummed it wasn't on Emusha for the first three quarters of that trailer. I just thought I was watching the next Anamusha and I was super excited about it. And then it's like, Oh, this isn't Anamusha. And I'm like, well, it still looks rad, but damn. Um, the, the big thing for that one for me, and I don't know how you guys feel about it. This is the first Capcom game. I can remember that was day one on game pass. And if they, they've established that relationship with Microsoft now, if enough, uh, you know, enough uh, Ben Franklin's have exchanged hands that we can start doing these things. That makes Game Pass a lot more interesting because Capcom, you know, they they had said the rumors were flying for God ten years now that Microsoft was looking to buy Capcom, that they were going to buy them, that they were going to buy them. In a sense, they could kind of have their cake and eat it too here. They don't have to buy Capcom if they can just keep getting their games day one on their service. And it's like, all right. All right, might might set an interesting new precedent as far as this business relationship is concerned. Because I mean, if you know, Street Fighter comes to Game Pass, hmm? yeah, all these RE games come to Game Pass. Some hmm? 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 Mega hmm? Man collections. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you know, Capcom's been killing it lately too. So we will see. Interesting. Something to ke- just something to pay attention to. You know, it's one of those, like, I'm just going to squirrel that one away for later. Because, let's see here. And then, uh, oh yeah, the Persona 5 Tactics game, which looks real rad. Um, the Usant game, I, get, I think that's how you say it, Usant, which is the climbing game, I guess. That looks really random, but climbing, sure. Um... And then there's still Wakes the Deep, which is a uh, haunted oil derrick, I guess, an oil rig out in out in the water somewhere. And there was a very slow or quick trailer that didn't show anything, so it was like, okay, great, that's the thing. Uh, the Dungeons of Hinterburg game looks rad, though. Like that had, that was the one that had the like Hi-Fi Rush look to it, and essentially just keep doing different dungeons and all that stuff. Uh, I can tell both of you were riveted by that one. Um, <laughs> I was trying to remember <laughs> it. I was like, I couldn't picture it in my head. It's the one that, it basically, like, when it started, I thought it was going to be Hi-Fi Rush DLC, but it turned out it wasn't. Um, and then, let's see, there's the Cyberpunk expansion... Atlas showed up with a new game called Metaphor Refantasio, which is just a fantastic name. Um, <laughs> see, there's Atlas being Tal- Atlas. <laughs> yeah, totally. Stoic showed up out of nowhere with Towerborn, which kind of had a uh, little Castle Crashers look, vibe, feel to it. Mm-hmm. And then In Exile finished the show off before the. Um, the Starfield showcase with uh, Clockwork Revolution. And 10 seconds into that, I was like, okay, we've got the next Bioshock, apparently. I had no idea they were even making this. What is this? 
And uh, no, it is not Bioshock. It is called Clockwork Revolution, and it seems to play with time. And you can go back and make changes and affect the world, the current world. But holy shit, that looks like Bioshock Infinite. Like, it just does. It It is very obvious where they got their inspiration from. I'll put it that way. Big time. Like, it, for, again, I know we talked about it a little bit before the show, but yeah, straight up watching 15 seconds in, both Megan thought it was a new Bioshock. I'm like, dude, I don't think so, but it is, like, the closest thing. Like, I know Atomic Heart really tried to pull mm-hmm. on the Bioshock vibe, but this is just, like, verbatim Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> oh, yeah, on, on Twitter, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but the, the uh, person that cut the original Bioshock Infinite E3 trailer went on Twitter and was like, I was watching the Clockwork Revolution trailer and was like, wow, a lot of this seems familiar. So I went back to my trailer and the thread was now 30 side-by-side shots of his trailer and their trailer and now they're like almost beat for beat in the whole thing. It was hilarious because it's one of those things going like, oh, I'm not crazy either. Right. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like I did, I did think I was watching a Bioshock game. I mean, said it looks rad. I mean, guess what? It's been ten years since I've gotten a good Bioshock game. I'm ready for one. I'll I'll play one if you make one. Great. I love the Bioshock games. Um, but yeah, I'm. I did crack me up though when, at the end of it, it's like coming, and, and instead of a year, it just said in due time. Yeah, that was pretty cute. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Oh, and they made a, uh, and they're making a one terabyte Series S now, which I don't know why they didn't do that to begin with. Five twelve is ridiculous for modern games. So, yes, and then uh, Starfield, which looks like the fucking game of the generation. I mean, if they land that thing with everything they're talking and showing right now, and and you know why I think they will. Did you see the fucking swagger they had during that Starfield showcase where it was just like, yeah, and I know all this shit rules. Go ahead, look at it. Do whatever the fuck you want. All this shit kicks ass. And it was just like, god damn, guys. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, wait, it does. Oh, okay. I mean, that's great and all, but like, I mean, there is so much customization in that game. Like, you can get lost in the weeds so bad. I mean, there's like romance and building ships and building your base and building like all this other stuff. Like there's so much building. I just, I do not care about the building portion of it. I just want to shoot things. But also it sounds like you can just set all the presets and go like, you don't have to do all that stuff. And I think that's the, that's the crazy thing with that game that they've made is you literally can play it how you want to. It's, it's like the, it's what they were trying to do with Skyrim. Like you can just play the game how you want, figure out the story as you go. You know, like, do go wherever you want. Just play it. And it seems, like, to the nth degree in Starfield. Yeah, I will say, after watching the this, like, most recent trailer and stuff that they showed, I'm actually f- far more interested in it than I was. Because initially, it's like, when we saw gameplay before and stuff, it was just a lot of the, I don't know, like, you're in space, like, space stuff, like, on the ship and doing whatever and, like, at this, like, space base kind of thing. But in this one, we actually got to see 
you know, combat. And we got to see some of the crazy, like, yeah. Westworld-looking fucking worlds and stuff. It's like, oh, there's actually, like, weird fucking planets that you get to go to. And it's not just, oh, it's just space, this, but it seemed very almost Star Trek to me in a lot of mm-hmm. ways, which mm-hmm. that really piqued my interest because that's, like, one of the cooler aspects like of star trek is like all the different races and weird planets and shit that they go to and that's kind of the feeling i got from it that like no man's sky kind of vibe of just going to different planets and fucking around yeah for someone that that is as big of a uh bethesda rpg guy as you are justin like is this did you watch this and we're like yeah day fucking one or yeah, I like what, I will say I know we we talked recently about it and I kind of was like on the fence about it. This definitely I feel like sealed the deal for me into yeah, yeah. day one I'm gonna fucking install <laughs> it and check it out now. Like it looks far more up my alley watching it mm-hmm. this time around than I felt like any of the other stuff that we saw from it really did for me. Yeah, it. It just looked really impressive, dude. Like, just super impressive. And it was... It was the thing they need. Like I said, they needed this this whole showcase. Because it was just like, oh, all our studios? Here, I've got ten of them. This is what they're making. You know, like, they had so much stuff and had three multiplayer... Or multi-platform games and that whole thing. Dude, we, al- nuts. we also got a new trailer for Hellblade. With a 2024 oh, right, release right, right. date, and dude, I don't know what was going on in that trailer, but it was fucking spooky. Yeah, <laughs> that that multi-layered audio thing they do, it's it gets me every time. Like as soon as it starts, I'm like, "Yep, I'm in. Let's go." <laughs> like Beach Senua, I got you, girl. We're we're doing this. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for Hellblade. Very excited. Uh, well, should we move on to the Devolver Direct? Dude, I love Devolver knocks it every year. Devolver knocks it out of the park, and I'll be damned if they didn't knock it out of the park this time around. They did have one game, though, which is the first Devolver game in a long time where I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. And that was Baby Steps. Real, dude, yeah, I was, game was, like weird as I was instantly sold on Baby Steps. Like, Baby Steps. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't like Quap. I don't like Quap, though. So. It's like, I just find it annoying, you know, or well, like Octodad or any of those. Well, things. and that's the thing is because it's one of the co-creators of it is Bennett Foddy who made Getting Over It, which is the game with the guy who's in the cauldron with the fucking hammer where you're trying to climb up the mountain and it's incredibly mm. hard. So that's like his wheelhouse is making weird, movable characters. So, Which, I yeah, but it's like, I don't know, it just... It wasn't for. It's one of those games where I like. It's the first Devolver game in a long time where I'm like, that's just not for me. I, which is fine. Yeah. They don't all have to be. It's yeah. fine. I will tell you, Wizard with a Shotgun is the uh, is the is probably the yeah. most interested in. <laughs> uh, I I will also tell you, Human Fall Flat Two is going to get the living hell played out of it in my house because my kids love the first one. So. Yeah. So, okay. So it's, I've seen that game multiple times. I've never played that game. Like, what is it? Is it like Crash Test Dummies essentially? Like you just fling people around and just. Yeah, what but is? you got to fling people around to like solve puzzles, basically. Gotcha. It's like, it, and and it's all like physics based. Hmm. You know, so like you're just 
sandbagging people around. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, it's fun to watch. It's fun as hell to watch. But it actually gets hard as you go. But yeah, my kids mm. love the hell out of that game. So, and then uh, and then Talus Principle Two, which is more just puzzles, I guess. I never played the first one. Did you, Justin? Um, I played a little bit of it, and I need to finish it. But it is really fun. It is very kind of like you know the Witness or Mist mm-hmm. or anything like that, where it's kind of like you walking around this island. But look at the trailer. This a it looks gorgeous and it kind of looks like there's a lot like a bigger variety kind of of mechanics and stuff like that going on in this one and more of like a story than there was in the first one but yeah the um but to shannon's point wizard with a gun yeah Mm -hmm. i'm that looks fun as hell and it's like oh i get i mean and i have a town builder and a crafting system and all yes i'm in for all of this this is great dude Mm -hmm. it killed me during their presentation though with with volvi and stuff and how he was in all of their games and it's like he was in hotline miami he was in uh uh cult of the Uh, land uh, yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah, the the greatest game mascot of all time volvi yeah with his one big hand for gaming He's got a big hand for gaming, and yeah, uh, created by a total like druggy burnout, you know, <laughs> guy. That's great. It was so good. The it, uh, should we talk about the end of that show, Justin? Real quick. You mean where? So basically, the whole premise because every Devolver uh, direct usually has like a skit or something that it's making fun of. Like they made fun of Bitcoin the one year where they made like an actual Mm. physical coin that they sold for varying prices on the website. This one in true fashion, uh, since uh, AI chat GPT, whatever is the new hotness. They brought out evil V who is the new version of Volvi who you just type in and tell him whatever game you want him to make. And he creates it for you. But in doing so, creates this black sludge on the stage that uh, is the waste <laughs> that gets created. I love how they like totally tried to play off like, well, you know, every time you eat something, you make some waste. Ha ha ha! And, like everyone's staring at each other, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes, and then Volvi throughout the thing eventually hatches a giant like alien like hand, and then starts like murdering people on stage. And it's up to the well, guy. He recreates his one big hand. Except yeah. now it's like this huge slimy monster hand that's like attacking and killing people. Yeah. And then the main creator, like who's on stage and just lost the entire time all this is happening, is uh, forced to smash Volvi with a rock in order to end its suffering. Well, and it's funny because all of a sudden he goes back to, and it looks like an old adventure game. And. Volvi's like, help Volvi. And the guy picks up like food and he's like, Volvi needs a different kind of help. And he picks up like bolt cutters because Volvi's in a trap and he's like, Volvi needs a different kind of help. And then finally he picks up the rock. <laughs> it's just like, oh God. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> oh man. It was so just, oh, ugh. ugh, Jesus. All right, all right. Uh, let's push it forward here. I mean, Ubisoft forward. Like we talked about Star Wars Outlaws uh, before, but it got a 10-minute gameplay showcase on uh, the Ubisoft Forward. I highly recommend checking it out. It looks rad. It looks really cool. Uh, 
Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, guess what? They made Far Cry with Avatar. It's it's <laughs> Navi it's Navi Far Cry. Hundred percent, dude. Like you are a Navi and there are humans taking shit out and uh you get to raid their encampments and like you because you live in both worlds, you can use guns or your Navi powers. It's like okay, bro, whatever, like sure. And then <laughs> You hook up to the world tree to get upgrades. Basically, like it, it was flabbergasting watching this thing. I'm like, you literally just made Far Cry, but with Navi. Oh. Like, okay, great. <laughs> that being said, looks kind of fun. Looks probably like it'd be it'd play great to be honest. But it was just like the audacity of like they just skinned a Far Cry game with Navi and said, "Here you go." <laughs> uh, Prince of Persia, the reboot, Prince of Persia. Uh, Looks pretty rad. Justin, did you know it was going to be a Metroidvania game? I did not. And you know, it's funny because there was that one Prince of Persia game that came out like forever ago on 360 that was kind of after the initial trilogy or whatever. It was almost like a soft reboot. And I actually kind of liked that one. Like I played through it and stuff. I didn't think it was bad by any means. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely, you know, interested in kind of seeing how they advance the series from here. And then, uh, then, you know, Assassin's Creed Mirage shows back up. And that's coming, uh, was it October 12th? And that looks like Assassin's Creed, but kind of back to its roots, Assassin's Creed, which, you know, it's great. I probably won't play it because I'm kind of sick of Assassin's Creed games, but, uh, and then they showed Codename Jade Assassin's Creed, which is a mobile game. Sure. Great, whatever. Uh, the Crew Motorfest coming in September. Guess what? Forza comes in October. No one's going to give a shit. Sorry. Sorry, Ubisoft. I'm sure it's great. But let's be real. Forza drops three weeks later. So, um, And then uh, the award for most awkward uh, announcement of the year came when they announced Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix, which is an anime coming to Netflix. It was the most cringiest announcement with the guy on stage announcing it. Like, <laughs> playing to the crowd that wasn't reacting in any way. Like, every joke fell like like a stone on the stage. <laughs> it was just, oh, it was painful. Painful to watch. Um, and, you know, it's anime, so I'll never watch it. But, uh, and then X Defiant, you know, coming, uh, they're doing a, another uh, beta at the end of the month here, and then it's supposed to launch uh, later. It's it's you know it's a first person shooter, arena shooter. So great. I'm sure the people that play those are happy. I'm not one of them. Um, I, I saved the best for last. Though, yeah, you did. Skull and Bones. It's back, baby. Clo it's coming. <laughs> Closed beta. October 25th, you can register. Mm. Now, I'm going to register because I just want to play this damn thing. I just want to see what it is. Zach's going to put on... Beta, a closed beta that's four months away. Zach's going to get the closed beta. He's going to go to his closet. He's going to get the exact outfit that he wore, the E3 <laughs> that he actually physically went to mm -hmm. and played the demo there and played the demo standing up in his living room like he's at E3. Uh, He's gonna have being... his kids like with a timer in the corner, being like, "Time's up, gotta move on. Time's up, yeah. time's up." Um, and uh, 
I think I was about 70 pounds heavier then, so I don't own any of those clothes anymore. But Man. Um, the... The, the the Skull and Bones one, though, sorry, I got lost for a second. The Skull and Bones one there uh, wins the award for second cringiest moment of their presser when they had a live musical performance of the Skull and Bones song <laughs> set to the uh, trailer that was playing. I mean, the song was fine. It was a Yo-Ho pirate song, you know, whatever, but like... God, these guys were just so lame. They were just so lame. And I'm sure they're great guys, and I'm sorry. I apologize. You know, like, no no personal offense to it, but Jesus Christ, guys. What were you doing? Um, I don't know. More, more Division stuff. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I think it's hilarious that they probably took all their assets from Beyond Good and Evil 2 and made Star Wars Outlaws. But, you know, there we are. No, no talking, swearing monkey. So, can't have everything, I guess. Um, Justin, you want to take us through, like, Day of the Devs or the PC one? Yeah, you got it. So, for uh, for Day of the Devs, uh, you know, there was, like, a bunch of, you know, a lot of little indie titles and stuff we got to see. Some stuff um, more than others, like that looked in like summer hill i thought looked really interesting we didn't really get to see a lot from it the art style just looked really pretty it's about like sh- herding sheep and stuff like that so that looked like a very kind of like kind of reminded me of monument valley a little bit and stuff like might be a puzzle game uh one that i actually thought as soon as i saw it i was like dude this is right up zach's alley was hellscape uh which is skateboarding demons and it's oh. a roguelite where you play as, I'm assuming he's a demon, he has like an angel wing and stuff, and you're like tearing ass through downtown and stuff, and it actually has someone who worked on Tony Hawk Pro Skater um, on the team and stuff, so it supposedly controls a lot like Tony Hawk, which has been the All problem right. with a lot of these skater games that aren't Tony Hawk, is, you know, as we know, Skatebird... It didn't feel like Tony yes. Hawk, man. It controlled like yeah, ass. Yeah. So having someone who actually worked on, you know, the goat controlled like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! The camera got stuck under the skateboard. Like you can't tell yeah. me that it wasn't. Well, hot it didn't here. control bad. The camera was just holy shit bad. Like, but we we're talking semantics. Yes, yeah. yes. Still, I just thought this statement was hilarious. That's all. <laughs> but um, and then one that. Man, dude, from, like, this is one of those Patrick Paradox moments where, from, like, a programming perspective, blows my mind, but we got to see another mm-hmm. look at Cocoon, which they showed a while back, but we kind of got to see more yeah, of it. that one. Dude, yeah, where it's, like, worlds within world, like, you have these little orb things that you're using to solve mm-hmm. these puzzles, but it's almost like the Rick and Morty episode where they go into his car battery, and it's, like, a world within the world within the world. That's how this is, except they're in orbs. And the orbs power things in, like, this world, but then you can dive into the orb, and it's, like, another world, and you're doing puzzles, and it seems like you would almost need a notebook to keep track of, like, how inception deep you're going in these, yeah, like, yeah. levels. Like, I don't know where it ends and where it begins, but it looks beautiful. It looks fun. It seems like one of those games that you can literally just get lost in, just kind of diving into all these different worlds. Mm-hmm. So, I'm definitely... uh 
very interested in that. And, you know, for Shannon, we got the uh, Eternites, you know, where it's a little dungeon crawler, but you're also, it's about dating. You know, you got to save your little anime waifus and, you know, you try and go on dates while, you know, crawling through dungeons and saving a post-apocalyptic world. So, yeah. This does sound like Shannon. Yeah. Wow. You know, so. Doki Doki Dungeon Club? Yeah, dude. So, you know, Shannon, September 2023, get your debit card ready. Get your twenty nine ninety nine game on the Switch, you know, play it for your couple hours and then put it back on the shelf, buddy. Just remind me when it comes out because yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna be bothered to put it in my calendar. I'm just letting you know. That's true. Please, please, switch. He'll be playing that on his Steam Deck. Come on. Okay, yeah, you're right. My bad. I forgot. Um, but I mean, besides that, those were like the really big highlights. That I was surprised there was one. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Cart Life, but it's a game that. It was on Steam literally like almost ten years ago at this point, but it was really big around like indicate and stuff because of how like fucking depressing it it was basically like papers please uh oh, in terms yeah. of just living the life as like someone who is a i want to say you sell newspapers or something like that like at your little cart in almost like new york or jersey or something and it's just the typical like trying to run a business and you have no resources and it's like you go home to your like shitty one bedroom studio apartment and just stand in the shower and cry and uh i guess the original creator i don't know what happened like the game eventually got pulled off of steam for i don't know what but someone bought his company and i guess they're working with him to make a like cart life plus basically version of the game and like redo some of the graphics you know add more content and put it back on pc and consoles later this year all right if you want to be depressed as hell there you go some people are into that some people pay extra for that yeah i'm not one of them (laughs) um but the uh yeah so that was that was all day of the devs right yeah yeah. So I have a question for you mm-hmm. before we get to the last one here. How does it feel knowing that the card game, card battling genre is essentially dead? Because did you notice they didn't announce no one at one of these conferences announced any sort of card thing at all? So... Like, I didn't see one that was, like, strictly cards, but I did see in the Wholesome Direct, uh, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what. Okay, so you and 10 other people. Yeah, (laughs) I'll tell you what. Farm games are booming right now. Like Booming. Yeah, they are booming. Like, the entirety of Wholesome Direct, like, at this point... I need to put farming in negative space because let me tell you one, what man. one would like, say one would say you have a bumper crop of farming games. Yeah, oh, yes. like if your game does <laughs> not would. have farming elements in it in the year twenty twenty three, uh, no no one is buying it because all these games had farming elements. But one of them, um, I don't remember which one it was, but it did have like cards. It was kind of like um looked very Slay the Spire-ish, where it wasn't specifically cards, but it was almost like Mega Man Battle Network style, but you have, like, a deck of cards and stuff for, like, attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw a game that did have something like that. But one one that did jump out that is 
200% up my alley and is like insta buy day one for me was a uh, beastie ball which it is okay. made by the creators of wander song and chicory and it's their new game where it's essentially pokemon meets uh dodgeball academia meets uh paper mario is what it looks like you're essentially like a volleyball coach who runs around and you catch monsters to build a team and you teach them to play volleyball and they level up and you do like 2v2 and i think 3v3 whatever matches against other monsters and they have levels and attacks and very like you know paper mario or mario and luigi superstar saga like style like blocks and moves and whatever and it looks a hundred and they evolve so i am very interested in that that's uh that sounds like they said hey what what is justin like and made a game yeah like that's... they called me up and they were like name three <laughs> games and i named those three and they're like done and then hung up they're like all right we're in yeah, yeah we're in boys that sounds that sounds cool though. Is that of a uh, is that early access or? Um, it's not early access. I think they just said it's coming sometime in twenty twenty four. Okay. So I'm assuming Cause that, it's that sounds because that sounds like a game I'd like to jump on the early access train. You know, right? Type thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. If it was, I think you can wish list it on Steam, but I don't think there was like any uh, demo or anything like that going on right now. Got it. But that was like the main highlight from uh, the uh, Wholesome Direct. There was some other cool stuff like the Frog Song looked really cute. There's mm -hmm. one where you play as a mushroom person, uh, which I don't remember what that one's called, like Shroom something. That one looks really cute. I add it looks very uh, like Little Gator game kind of style. We're just mm -hmm. a little mushroom dude. Uh, Smushy, Smushy Come Home is what it's called. Where, Smushy Come Home. Yeah, you're a little mushroom man who, like, delivers, like, I don't think you deliver mail, but, you know, you kind of look like a mailman, I guess. And gardening, too. Gardening is also, along with farming, one of the big indie game things this year. Most of these games were either watering plants and gardening or working on a farm somewhere. So, uh, Shannon... Did we ever hear your thoughts about Final Fantasy VII, uh, was it Part Two Rebirth, or whatever they're calling it? That Final Fantasy But Did we get your thoughts on that coming out in uh, two discs? Wow, really? Yeah, that's what they announced. Damn. As a baby so, boy. And I was going to say, is that like a 200 gig download? Dude, I'm so ready with? for it. My body is ready for yeah. all of that <laughs> it, glory. The special edition better include a like terabyte solid state drive for you to plug in <laughs> to your PS5 in order I, to put the game I on. Want it. a... It'll be in the shape of a Yuffie statue. You know? No, I was going like... to say, I want a Sephiroth statue with a, like a seven foot long blade. <laughs> so like the statue's over across the room and the blade just goes all the way behind the TV. A Sephiroth statue with a server blade. You know, just <laughs> yeah. it. Dude, it's, it's cloud human centipede style, and you just plug the USB into his ass. <laughs> yeah, just, the, the Buster Sword is just basically like uh, disc arrays that you could just like keep putting like hard drives in in oh, material man. slots. There you go. 
I figured it out. There you there go. You go. Um, did you guys have thoughts about the Sonic Superstars game? No. Which I'm guessing is going to get a lot of play in my house. They basically made 2D Sonic again, but it's all like crazy high-res art. That's awesome. And it, and it looks pretty rad. It. I'm curious to see how it reviews, because it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that looks sick. I, I, could, I could see that. Um... Oh, you did. You didn't mention Shannon, Pal World. Yeah, dude, I'm so stoked about that. I've been waiting for that game forever. Like the minute I got my Steam Deck and I could and I could start making my wish list again, first game that was on there was Pal World. Went right to their website. Went right to their page on Steam and put it on my wish wish list and asked for updates. Early access, January, baby. There you I know. Go. I was a little bummed that it was January, but. I'm happy that that game is still in the works because, like, I I must watch that trailer like once a month. Dude, probably it, it does. Like this new trailer they showed does look really like they've nailed that Pokemon aesthetic, and I'm honestly mm-hmm. surprised they have not gotten hit with a cease and desist from Nintendo for that. Yeah, I mean, bro, he's writing a Gyarados in it, like <laughs> a straight up Gyarados, like. I wonder if it's one of those things like, you know how legally if things are 33% different, they can be called different? Yeah. Like, I wonder if they literally went through and just, like, made everything 33% different. Like, just enough <laughs> that it can stand on its own. You can't sue me. Dude, I just uh, like the fact that you can, like, blow up things. Like, you could go around with, like, a rocket launcher or, like, your your, mm. your guns and just, like, blast things. like And then catch, like animals to help you mess up other animals that's just rad yeah give me that that's I mean, that's the pokemon game i want there was the pikachu on steroids with a gatling gun i mean come on dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i was so excited when i saw that i was so happy when they when they showed that trailer i was like yes please uh, uh it's gonna be a good year for gaming for me before we uh before we wrap this up we need to talk about something that was shown at Summer Game Fest. It's the worst thing I've seen, and also I I can't not watch it. Let's talk about that Twisted Metal. No, trailer. you gotta go to the. Gentlemen. You don't drive past the oh, trailer oh, park. Sorry, you gotta sorry. go to the trailer park if you want to talk about the trailer trash. I mean, sometimes you see a trailer and you hear dumps like a truck. What? What? That's like what? 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 And you just gotta uh, finish that song. Uh, Don't rob oh me of God. that. Come stop in the trailer park so we could talk about this trailer trash. All right, Justin. I think we need to pull over. <laughs> so I, I got to talk about this trailer trash. Yeah, I feel a little queasy. <laughs> Roll down. Oh, uh, you're here now. Cletus, Cletus, take their tire. They can't leave. They can't leave. We're gonna talk about this for a while. Uh, <laughs> that that trailer was painful. Gentlemen? Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I mean, what the, what the fuck? Like, what, what was that, dude? I couldn't believe Will Arnett's voicing sweet. A when they said that, yeah. I was like, dude, I didn't realize he was gonna be sweet tooth. And then when it's just some big fat dude in a mask and Will Arnett voicing him over, that blew my mind. Hey, yeah, put some like... respect on put some respect on Samoa Joe's name. That's Samoa Joe in the mask. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Yeah. So is it? So is? Do you think it's Will Arnett that's trying to keep up with Samoa Joe, or do you think it's Samoa Joe trying to keep up with Will Arnett? 
Because it just seemed like both of them were so disassociated at some points. I was like, who is following who here? I don't know. But, yeah, now the... Uh, I mean, as as fun as it is to watch Anthony Mackie get his ass kicked by a fat guy in a clown mask, I... The thong song intro? <laughs> into that, like, what? I would, <sighs> Oh, I don't... Man. You just wait. It's going to be on the iTunes like top 100 because people are going to be like, oh, yeah, that song. I remember. I like that song. But it was one of those things where like it was so bad I have to watch it. 100%. <laughs> it's like oh. they leaned into how awful it is. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe I'm okay. Maybe I just have to see it for with myself. Like, I have it's so the, uh... many more questions than answers. In that in right. that little minute, absolutely, hundred percent. It, but it's that same twisted desire in me that goes <laughs> like, maybe I need to play Golem because everyone says it's so <laughs> awful. Like maybe I just need to play it. And and I kind of had that same vibe leaving this trailer of going like, maybe I just need to maybe I just need to watch it. I don't know. Like that looks like the worst thing I've ever seen. Maybe I need to check it out. I don't know. Your, your thoughts, guys. I, I'm I think just because it seems like they are leaning 100% into the fact that we know this is the stupidest shit you've ever seen, and they're just fully running with it, makes me want to see it. It sounds like there's actual driving in it, which we haven't really got to see yet, <laughs> but it was loosely mm-hmm. referred to during the uh, casino fight that was happening. So Yes. I am hoping. Very loosely. To, yeah. I, I am, you know, as you know, he's about to get like raped against the side of a slot machine. Um, uh, but, it, yeah, this is atrocious. <laughs> atrocious. It's bad, bro. Like, I don't even know if I can watch it. Like, I just personally, I don't think I can sit through something that painful multiple times. Like, I mean, maybe if it was a 30 minute episode, I could be like. Oh, oh I'm not talking. I'm going to watch the show. But I'm going to watch that episode to just to be like, Jesus. Okay. They, and it's like, I did. kind of expected there to be more of a rivalry. Like, you know, it, it then the campy, like, you said you were going to go to the show and you didn't go to the show. And, oh, no, I was going to go to the show. Like, it really was. Like, what show? Like, get on the road and start murdering people. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Yeah. They'll tell you all about it. It'll be great. Mm. I mean, does this show have a did this show have a big budget? Like when when they first said it was going to come out, did it have a big like paycheck behind it? Do we remember? Did did, I mean, did they even say they got actors like legit actors? So yeah, man, uh, like that's just that's a bummer because like that looked so cheap. <laughs> I mean, that whole setup looked so cheap. So I'll tell you right now, I I did a little bit of live googling. On an estimated budget before tax incentives, $72.3 million. <laughs> and how much of that um, went to actors? Uh, f- fuck if I know. I'd say, what, 80%? Maybe 75% <laughs> if I'm being lenient? <laughs> oh, you mean uh, a casino made out of two rows of slot machines and a bunch of curtains set around a large room? Don't scream big budget to you? Yeah, like, dude, we got Anthony Mackie, you got Will Arnett, you got the uh, the one chick from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you got Neve Campbell from, you know, Scream notoriety. That's, that's, ne- that's Nev Campbell, but sure. Okay, <laughs> crowns and crowns, you know? <laughs> talkies and talkies. 
<laughs> Here we go, Nev. Yeah, mark the bingo card. <laughs> Justin doesn't know how to fucking pronounce Nev. <laughs> it's gonna be like a weekly segment now. Is like, what does Justin mispronounce? <laughs> man, totally. Oh man, it's so bad. It's so bad. Ugh, just every time I see something about that show, it just makes my face hurt. Well, it, mine too, just from laughing so hard. But um, the the other thing, well, I'll put it this way. It makes Expendables 4 look like a goddamn Oscar, Oscar winning Oh, movie. dude, don't even get me started on Expendables 4. That thing was a train wreck to begin with. Like, the minute Jason Statham is in a tank and you can see the green screen separate from him and, like, what that whatever prop he's sitting in, I, was, mm-hmm. I, I just laughed. And part of me is like, I'm going to be there to watch this train wreck. Well, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Expendables 3 was that bad. <laughs> and so the fact that it's like, hey, it's been 10 years with all of these elderly action stars. Let's roll it back again. Like, oh, my. Yes. Okay. But do, the, okay. So, but I mean, maybe it's a sign of the times because in the trailer, there is no, like, returning ensemble like there was from Expendables 3, right? Like, it is basically... No, yeah, it is basically Sylvester Stallone. I think I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger in a wheelchair. It's Jason Statham and what Dolph Lundgren, and that's it. Like everybody else is like a newcomer. Well, they killed Van Damme, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Van Damme was was uh, the enemy in the last one. Yeah. And then I mean, Chuck Norris is t- is old as fuck, so he's not going to do anything. And then Bruce Willis has dementia, so he's out. Yeah. Well, I'll put it this way. Jason Statham's like the young buck of this cast, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, he's, for sure. He's 55 years old. <laughs> and he's supposed to have he's supposed to have been married to uh what was it? Fox Michelle, was it what's her name? Uh she the one the chick from the Transformers Megan movie, the original. Oh, Megan, Megan Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's but he's supposed to have been married to Megan Fox who's probably what in her 40s? No, maybe thirty. I think. I mean, probably in her. Yeah, she's probably like late thirties. There, live googling. It always makes for a good. uh, (laughs) Good job. I mean, curious minds want to know. I mean, like we have to discover how she is thirty-seven years old. Yeah, I was right. Late thirties. Yep. Which you know, I mean, I've seen weirder uh, marriages, but eh, whatever. (laughs) First hand. Yeah, right. In my own life. Um, I mean, just look at Al Pacino and his girlfriend. Oh Jesus! I'd rather (laughs) not. Um, But yeah, so it's, and then we got the the best trailer, which is the Venture Brothers trailer, which I'm Mm -hmm. very excited about. Give me more. Give, give me. It's supposed to be the end of the story for the Venture Brothers, which, yes, I'm ready. My body is ready. I love the Venture Brothers so much. There was actually it's... a story there? It wasn't just like a weekly. Like. Oh, no. Once, once you hit like season three or four, it starts to get like this super crazy story with like multiple armies and the, calam- yeah, the Guild of Calamitous Intent and all this. Stuff. It's. It's wild. It gets wild. <laughs> Highly recommend you do. And but they still keep the like weekly thing. But there's like an, the overarching thing going through it. It's it's rad. Good good times. Good times. Um, but yeah, uh, man, twisted metal. The fuck. Just 
Jesus. <sighs> All right. Um, I guess that's everything, eh? Eh? Yeah. I mean, we should probably talk about what we've been playing because we've all been playing the same thing. Yes. And uh, shout out to Justin and Megan for getting me seven levels in the two hours <laughs> I played with them. Woo! So that was that was sweet. Appreciate that. Yeah, it was pretty uh, oh. funny because like when 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 Justin and I were playing the night before, we were all the same level. We were all like thirteen. <laughs> And like we were all mm-hmm. just like going through, and it was it was pretty interesting. I, I will say it sucked because like they play on the Xbox, I was playing on the PlayStation. So crossplay is great. We do need to find a way to talk because like you know it was just kind of like I figured Megan was kind of running point, and then Justin was just kind of following, and then I was following mm-hmm. both of them. Uh, and so it was just kind of it. I mean, it was it was a great time, but I would have liked to you know be able to converse with my boy. So, so it's funny. So, you couldn't talk? so when I played with Zach, me and him did talk, and it's because I figured out how to do that. Like, so initially in the part, there's settings, and there's like mm-hmm. a party setting, and initially it was turned off, and I had to turn it on. And when I turned it mm-hmm. on, I was able to talk to Zach. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, so when, so when I played with Shannon, that was not a thing. I was texting Shannon on the phone while we were playing. I'm surprised you just didn't set up like a Discord chat or something. You know, yeah, if, if Shannon had said, "Hey, you want to hop on Discord?" I 100% would, but I just figured Shannon like didn't want to talk to me. So, no, that's not it at all, bro. Like, I love you, and I want to talk. I'm I love uh, you. so. You would have jumped on. He would have been like, "Justin, your camera's off." <laughs> yeah. Hey, your shit's all <laughs> fucked over here. Like, better go <laughs> fix your weapon. <laughs> fix it. <laughs> no, it was it was fun though. It made things a lot easier. I'll t- yeah. Like you know, they definitely leaned into the multiplayer aspect of this, which is great. Um, and it kind of makes me wish that people weren't so high level. Like you know, they that people were kind of you know enjoying this game a little bit more than rather just kind of like or maybe they are and and it's just it's that fun for them that they're just you know pacing themselves and they're still getting to like level 34 40 or whatever Mm -hmm. but you know i mean i would you know i'm i feel a little far behind at this point i feel like a lead anchor i'm like hey guys i'm just gonna sit in the corner and hide while you murder everything um but uh i'm enjoying the systems i have no idea what's happening in the story i basically got to like the second like town and like you know everything kind of opens up as far as getting your weapons and your armor and mm-hmm. then i just constantly go out and get sidetracked i'm like oh there's a dungeon oh there's a room oh there's like a, a a shrine there's a like a challenge that i could do out in the open here and like i have done fuck all in that mission i don't even know what the story is at this point like <laughs> you know my character is going to be yeah. so overpowered by the time he gets to where he where the time they get to where they need to be it's just going to be ridiculous but that was actually the cool part are. that was actually the cool part about playing with with megan and justin for me because they were they were level 30 and i was level like 14 right so I'm wandering with them, and they're just slaughtering everything, and I'm, you know, cleaning up in the back, you know, and, and all that stuff. And But we would get to towns, and I would be like, oh, here's a story beat I need to do, and I could still do it. And they, were, they weren't, they were like, held by me doing that stuff. It was just like, oh, yeah, you, you, 
you go do that. We'll be over here. And then I would go catch up when I was done, you know, like with my story thing or like, or they would have like their story things hit or like, oh, this only is going to work for barbarians. So, you know, me being a necromancer, I can't do it. And it's like, well, great, because I've got three side quests to drop off. So I'm going to go do that. Well, you do that. And then we'll meet back up, you know, that sort of stuff. And it was it worked. It was really co-op friendly in a way I hadn't expected. Yeah, it was incredibly co-op friendly. That was really cool because I did run into a quest where it was barbarian only and it was kind of to expand my skill tree and stuff for barbarian. And, like, I ended up at this, like, cave where really only I could, like, there's a certain person that only I could talk to to initiate the quest. And there was, like, a cave I had to go into to fight this thing in order to complete it. And, you know, Zach was like, dude, where'd you guys go? And I'm like, oh, like, went into this cave. And then Megan just had to kind of stand there while I did my thing. And Zach's like, cool. Well, he's like, well, I'm just going to go fuck off over here, you know, and do some quests. I was like, cool, I'll let you know, like, when we're out or whatever and doing it. But I've been having a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Like, we got the game Friday and then played for a few hours before Shannon hopped on, which was nice because we were able to get both our characters up to, I think it was level 11, and Shannon was, like, level 12. So he was about... I think, honestly, about maybe only half a level higher than we were. Mm -hmm. And so we all played together. And by the end of a few hours, whatever, (laughs) of gaming, we all got to, like, level 20. And then when Mm -hmm. I played with Zach, the next night, we were all, like, 20, 23, whatever. And then Zach hopped on. And that's what was really cool was I was asking, because Megan's like, dude, is Zach just going to get, like, murdered by, like, all this stuff? Or And the game actually, like, scaled to, on Zach's side, like, enemies yeah. and stuff scaled to his level. And same with the equipment. There was some equipment that he mm-hmm. ended up getting that was over, like, he had to be level 19 or something before he could use it. But yeah. for the most part, he said most of what he picked up and stuff was actually around his level, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, out of the hundred things I picked up, I probably got like four that were too high level, and those were all good things. So I just banked them when we went to town. I'm like, sweet, I'll see you in two levels, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like hang out. But yeah, no, it's a it's it's such a good Diablo. It's so good. Like it's uh, game of the year this year is going to be a fucking grinder, guys. Like it is. It's going to be hard. Uh, it'll be hard to pry my attention away from Diablo right now. I'll tell you that much. Um, I do enjoy my rogue. Um, mm-hmm. I am definitely more heavy into the bow and arrow stuff than I am the traps. Like, I would r- much rather go into a room and just slay with, like, arrows. Yeah. Than, like, you know, drop traps and run. Um, and with uh, Megan and uh, Justin, it was super easy to just chill in the back and let you know, uh, Justin take most of the, like just tank most of the damage and then just crowd control, um, with, you know, my multi shots and, you know, my elemental, uh, infused arrows. So yeah, it was, um, it's fun, man. Like it's just, yeah, I, it's, it's something special. I will say and that's I- the thing. That's the thing that this game has done that other Diablos kind of would let you do this one won't like this one you very much need to like specialize it's like the necro build i'm having as a bunch of minions right and 
if I went to go away from that at this point, oh, I think this, like, you know, the spell route might be a, a more fun path. I couldn't. I would have to, like, completely go and respec to do that. You know, I couldn't just mm-hmm. add a little of this, add a little of that. It's kind of like you were saying with the rogue with the arrows. It's like, I feel like once you go start going down a path, you're kind of committed to that path, unless you're mm-hmm. going to completely respec. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely was, it was either knives or, or arrows right off the bat, and I was like, uh, I'm going to go to arrows. They seem to fuck people up a lot more, so... Yeah, right mm-hmm. right from the get-go, because I don't think said so. I'm playing as a Barbarian, and like right out the gate, I was like, dude, I want to go for a Bleed Barbarian build. And that is what I heavily leaned in. Like, everything I upgraded, everything, like, perks-wise, whatever, I was like, Bleed Damage. Like, anything that has to do with Bleed Damage, that's what we're doing. If it doesn't have anything to do with Bleed, fuck it, we're not doing it. The only thing I do that does not do or enhance bleed in any way is the barbarian stomp and Mm -hmm. the only reason i have that is because that stuns people for like three seconds to let me do bleed damage to them so that's the (laughs) one exception to the rule is that buys me time to inflict massive bleed damage onto everything and then megan is running a necromancer as well and she went the skeleton, like, mage route and stuff as well, just summoning a bunch of skeletons. Um, do one of the cool things, so in comparison to Diablo 3, playing at co-op, that I love too. Kind of like, as Zach was saying earlier with the, oh, he can do stuff and it doesn't hinder stuff. So in Diablo 3, uh, anytime you had to, like, oh, talk to the weapon merchant, or, oh, like, cool, I just leveled up, let me check my skill tree and do whatever. In Diablo 3, playing it co-op, only one person could ever do that at a time. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. cool, I leveled up, let me check my menu, I have to make sure with Megan, I'm like, let me check my menu real quick and do all my shit, and then I'd exit out, and then she would hop in and be like, okay, let me do my stuff now and do it. What's cool with this one is we can both do that at the same time. Which is amazing. So, like, we can both, like, oh, we both leveled up. We can stop and both open our menus and futz with level stuff. And if I'm messing with level stuff and Megan's like, okay, well, I'm done. I want to run and go do this. I can have my menu open and be doing stuff. And she can run off and my character will automatically just move with her while I'm menuing. So, I'm not Mm. getting left behind and I'm just trailing along. Granted, going into battle, then that, like, becomes of then I'm just a sitting duck, like, whatever, in the area. But that's cool, though, just running from A to B. Uh, you can sit there and do that and not, like, hinder your party in any way, which is nice. Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting because I kind of wonder what was going on because, like, I would see – I would be following Megan, and then your character would just, like, pop in, like, every, like, couple mm-hmm. steps. And it was, like, it was moving forward. It's, like, you weren't doing anything running. Like, and I was like, oh, it's really weird. I wonder what's happening here. Like, if this is just jank or if this is, like, if, if he's actually doing But, you know, that explains. Yeah, that was probably me seen. sitting there, like, reading the fine text in the skill tree. <laughs> and Megan be like, dude, will you hurry the fuck up? I'm trying to get to this next dungeon while I'm over here. Like, oh, dude, I can do 256 bleed damage a second for a Yeah, that's nice, asshole. Do that at the town. Like, we're going to the dungeon. Dude. 
We went into that one dungeon, and there is that shrine that, like, you attack, it launches, like, arrows in, like, every direction. And, like, basically, uh, Megan, Justin, and I popped that thing at the same time and, like, wrecked in in this dungeon. Like, I'm surprised, like, the frame rate didn't drop. Like, nothing slowed down, nothing. But, like, the screen was just littered with arrows and lightning and attacks and skeletons. Like, shit was popping off everywhere. It was insane. insane. Like, yeah, I had no idea what was going on, and that was a full room of probably like 40 enemies and within less than five seconds everything was dead and i think everyone realized what was happening and we all just started running as quick as we could to try and get to the next room and just do it again before the time ran out we're like okay next room next room guys we gotta keep this going then we're on the clock here that was really cool yeah that's right you gotta keep this moving yeah that's funny but yeah uh Oh, you know what I didn't talk to you about, uh, Justin? So did you see Lies of, Lies of P got a date? It was like September or something? I know. Isn't it coming out on Game Pass too? That's the Pinocchio one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. And it just seemed like your kind of jam. No, I it's am like very... I am interested in it because it does look – it looks very much like uh, Dark Souls mixed with like a – you know, the Grim McGee, Alice in Wonderland kind yeah, of style game. Yeah. It kind of has that vibe in, like, a Dark Souls Bloodborne sort of world, so. Wow, you just brought out American McGee's Alice in Wonderland. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, like, that, that's, wow. yeah that's one of those ones where, I don't know, like, I feel like everyone, it's what, it doesn't get brought up a lot, but when it does, everyone's like, oh, shit, dude, I played that on the 360, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Hell of a Cheshire Cat design. Hell of a design. Like, that old... Those games weren't great, but they sure had a look to them. Yeah, and... they were very stylistic. And yeah. they, they kind of stuck that Tim Burton-esque, like, dark, mm-hmm. you know, grim fairy tale environment. For sure. Well, I think I think we may have done it, guys. That was a, that was a lot of games to talk about. It was a lot of games, was, uh, but we, we made it through. We did. Somehow, we did somewhere. We did, boys. <laughs> well, all right, Justin. Why don't you come in and uh, take us in for a landing? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of That Pixel Life Podcast. You know, did you see any games or trailers that we didn't mention that were happening during the uh, Summer Games Fest? Head on over to Discord, you know, let us know what did you think of not E3. And while you're at it, head on over to Spotify, give your boys a review, let us know how we're doing, and uh Zach, if uh Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, Hey guys, go be great. And Sinan never felt so good playing Diablo. <laughs>